Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. What does Thea do when she gets to Silvery Moon? She's there to see her parents because we did not leave on the best of terms. I scale up the side of the house and I go into my childhood bedroom. Hello? Go, <laughs> oh, uh, Thea. Hi, Mom. I left because you and Pop are difficult to deal with. We shipped you off because we couldn't. We just didn't have the understanding to deal with it, and I'm I'm sorry. Nulara, all your brothers, their spouses, and a bunch of bunch of kids have all come running out to greet you. How how are you guys? How are things here? We've been we've been safe, and we've been trying to be as safe as possible. You see, Rulin kind of slam down the drink he's having. Won't let me go and join the rebels and do our part. Okay, uh, I'm gonna follow him. And what happens if the people who are trying to stop these dragons and wizards don't stop them? If the bad guys win, you're gonna be awfully happy to have had every moment of peace and happiness that you could cram in before, you know, the end of the world. You climb into bed, and as you begin to drift off, well, this is a new place. Flint, make my way uh, back to my folks' place. It opens up, and you see your sister, Helja. Uh, hey, 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 sis. Fl- Flint, there's, there's no easy way to tell you this. Dad passed away a couple weeks ago. Oh. Helja, what, what are you making? And she looks up and sees you and immediately starts crying. I rush forward and give her a big old firebeard-style hug. You're being safe, then, and you're surrounding yourself with good people? Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're the best. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons! We're a D&D 5th Edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Johnson! Hey, it's me! I play Nulara Moonbrook. And Tom Laird! It's a me! And I play Flint Firebeard. And Flint-o-fire Amy Moore! Beard. I'm Amy Moore, and I play Thea Amastasia, and for those of you who aren't sure what that was. Oh, no, everybody knows what that was. What was it? Yoshi. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Amazing. I didn't know we were doing a theme, you guys. Well, Tom went for it, and I was just like, what could I? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I could. Do I know how to make that sound? We'll find out. Doesn't matter. (laughs) See what happens. 
All right, was there any uh, Mario noise you wanted to make, Carla? We can always I don't just... think so. She's a Carla. She's a gonna win. <laughs> All right, well, welcome, everybody. How's everybody feeling after that last week? Ah, oh, feeling Lots good. Feels. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous, nervous for I'm nervous. you. It that was so hard. lovely. I, I was having such a nice visit with my family, and then fucking Dagger McFuckface had to pop. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Its new name is Dagger McFuckface. Um, yeah, no, I was all, holy man, confrontation. I don't like this as a regular person, let alone in my fantasy world where I get yeah. to pretend not to be a regular person. But here I am having hard <laughs> conversations with parents like That's I love right. to do. I mean, you um, could have gone anywhere. Favorite. You chose to go home. You've been calling it the home episode. <laughs> you could have lied to me and been like, yeah, no, I went to a different place. And really, I'm just here to hook up with my high school boyfriend. That is my next stop. Amy's like, I want to go to home, home hardware. I, need, I have some things I need to pick up. Depot. Home Sense. There's a Perfect. lot of home stores. Sure. Well, an, another place where we ask hard questions and post even harder polls is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Yeah, Russ is always discussing hard polls. Hard polls. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. We're all there. Asking, asking questions. Where they mm-hmm. fill out an A, B, C, D response. Mm-hmm. God, you but guys But you're all about are, the D, aren't you? You guys yeah, are it's all about the D. <laughs> Don't know why anybody sorry, puts up with I just suggested that my husband is all about the D. <laughs> all about the D. <laughs> <laughs> this is where rumors start. Like rumors, the Fleetwood Mac album? Oh, my God. Because that's a good well, album. Oh, um, right. I was waiting in the post office the other day when I was and waiting Fleetwood in Mac was there. No, that would be now whatever story I tell is going to be shit. Yeah, yeah because Fleetwood sure. yeah. Mac wasn't there. Way to go! You feel you're proud feel of yourself. Really good about myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, they just had the rumors soundtrack, like oh. the rumors album, just played. So good. So good. the wall. It's so good. Yeah. I don't think rumors has left my car CD player since I purchased it. Like it's just, it just lives so wonderful. there. Wonderful. Do you have a single disc or like a six disc? I got a six, but it's uh, always one slot is rumors. Yeah. So there you go. Well, now I just want to listen to the rumors. I know. Album. Me too. Like, can we wrap so up? Right. I have it's an album to go happen. listen to. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll hit play now. And it's all quite, of rumors what, on that Spotify playlist. Yeah. Just add the whole Cause, album. Cause it's like all right. yeah. wall to wall. Amazing. Yeah. I feel like we're missing a few songs, so that'll just help fill it out. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It'll be good. Speaking of Patreon and rumors, rumor has it. That we've got to dedicate an episode to a patron. And that patron today... Is Adele. Thank you for letting Thanks, us Adele. use the title of yours. <laughs> is Gabriel Lynch. Hey, Gabriel. 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 Thank you. You rock. Fuck it, let's play D&D. Let's do that. Okay. Or let's talk about feelings some more. <laughs> yeah, your call. So you step back down the stairs, back at your home there, Thea. And you get to the landing and... No, I get halfway down the stairs and I ride the banister the rest of the way down. All right. Roll, make a dexterity check. I don't have any dice out. Nobody told me I'd be rolling. Here we go. Thought she was all about that rolling. (laughs) (laughs) 
no, I would love everyone it. like no, to see? I love it too would, much. Would everyone like to see? Beautiful. Look at that. It's beautiful. Isn't it? And this is Can why anyone imagine what's going to happen to me down oh, the stairs? God. I don't know. It's going to so be a mystery. What happens Instead of stress? walking down the stairs like a normal human being elf creature, you decide to ride the banister like you did when you were a child. Uh, but what you don't realize is that they installed a newel post at the very base of it. So you slide down and you hit that newel post and go ass over tea kettle onto the floor at your father's feet, who then looks down at you and says, Good God, Thea. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't is know. There who, Jesus I don't know. Who Je- Jesus Christ is just the man down the street, you see. It's Jesus Christ, Dad. Get it right. I can't pronounce these human names. They're letting anybody into Silvery Moon here. What are you doing home? I I I bounce up. Go racial rant aside. Um I I came to bury the hatchet with you and Mum. And he sees your mum stepping down the stairs. Like, Elegantly, like an elf should. Yeah. Oh fuck. So <laughs> elegant. <laughs> Like she went to like finishing a rich, school. Fancy yeah. Balance. She could be bouncing on the way on her head the whole the way, way down. that her the way that my dad wished I could walk down the stairs. Well, I'm I'm sure your mother has yelled at you far enough, so I will say that I'm glad to see you, so you don't have to get it from both of us. Thanks, Pop. I missed you too. Yes. Yes. Um, Do we shake hands or? Maybe just a curt nod. I hear the kids are fist bumping. Thea holds out her fist. La 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 la. All right. Uh, shall we go? Maybe sit down. I think we have a lot to talk about, and I don't oh, have a whole I lot of time. Do always running around, always flitting about. All right, to my study. You remember where it is, don't you? Can you get up off the floor? I already got up off the floor, Dad. God! I stomp over to his study. (laughs) (sighs) He he heaves a huge sigh and then follows behind you into the study. Nulara! It's the middle of the night. And you've been walking in your sleep. No. Um, Yeah. And uh, you just, you just, you, you heard from your, your buddy. Yeah. My the buddy. dagger. Yeah. Your buddy. Dagger McFuckface himself. Dagger McFuckface, I believe, was uh, how you referred flesh. to him as. Right. Um, and you find yourself, you're not quite sure how you got there, but you find yourself in the middle of the forest. Oh. Okay. And I have awoken, like I have come to myself and I am in the middle of the forest. Yes. Okay. Uh, you don't recall getting out of bed and walking into the forest, but you have done so. I don't like this at all. The dagger says, Remember how I said that there was uh, a little rider in the claws that said that every now and again has to be some stabbing? Yes. Yeah. So now's the time. We have to seize the day, carpe diem, as they say. We can go either this way 
back to these people, these fine people we've been talking to for so long. They seem like nice people. Or we can go this way. Where you see kind of through the trees, you see off in the distance a, a single log cabin. And that is like just some strangers? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's, one of my brother's homes. You appear that you, it appears that you've judging from what you can tell about your location, you've been walking for quite a while. Um, and you don't appear to be super close to where you were, uh, with your brothers. Um, and it doesn't look like a cabin that you are familiar with. It's perhaps been built in recent years since you've been gone. I don't want to do this right now you can't wait a day no a day see, you can't yeah, wait a day no. i'm gonna stab see. like a thousand creatures in the next several weeks that's not gonna be enough for you the gems on the dagger begin to glow a bright red well can i can i god it's been a long time since the dagger tried to make me do anything i assume i can roll against it right doesn't just get to tell me what to do. I mean, you, you, you can, I mean, it's given you very strict parameters of what happens if you don't listen to it, right? That I'll stab one of my friends? Yeah, that, that something, something will happen that you, you probably won't be happy with. Well, I'm not happy with this. These are two terrible options. Look. Okay, let me put your mind at ease here. The guy in the cabin, not a great guy. Fact that he's living so close to your family, it's probably not a good thing. Tell me more. If I'm getting my sources right, which of my sources are usually correct, he, uh, he's been on the run for quite some time, wanted for killing some people, cold blood, stealing... It's not a good guy. And if I don't do it, something I bad's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I can't tell. I'm not a future reader. Okay, I'm going to go, like, look in this guy's window. See if I can see anything. You know, sneaky-like. You go up to the window. You peer inside. And inside there's a single cot with no one in it, um, and uh, a fireplace that is lit, uh, illuminating the room, and a single chair, um, which, from where you're looking, has the back to the window. But you can tell from the arm you see, uh, kind of overhanging, that there might be a man, possibly a little older, who is at least sitting in the chair. The way that his arm is kind of hanging there could lead you to believe that he's fallen asleep. This is the worst. I mean, there's no way I'm gonna stab my family or, like, be around my family when I can be compelled to do something horrible. Like, can I just leave? No, because then something bad's gonna happen. This is this is new Laura having this conversation like out loud with I'll give you a moment. It's fine. <laughs> Not too many moments though. I mean that's the thing is that 
when you tell me what to do, it's really fucking bad. It's as bad as it can be. It's Thaddeus in the chest, and it's... Yeah. I apologize for that. I do did. Do you, though? I feel like if he's gonna make me do it anyway, I should just kill this guy that I don't know. <laughs> Which is a pretty fucking fucked up place to be at. <laughs> if I have to choose between killing somebody I love and killing someone I don't know, Randall's gonna get it every time. Like, there's no way I'm going to kill anyone in my family. Okay. I am going to... pull up my cloak. So I'm, like, all covered. And I'm going to pull out Flame Tongue and say Muy Caliente. And I'm going to kick open the door of the cabin. Real, like, dramatic-like. Is the chair facing the door? Ish, it's to the side. Yeah. Okay. I guess if I think he's sleeping, let me just let me just first like try the door very quietly. Cause you know, dramatic entrances and all, but kinda wasted if he's sleeping. The door is unlocked. Well, it is a good neighborhood. Except for me. Uh so I open the door and I see him. Is he sleeping? He appears to be sleeping. Does he look guilty? Tell me what guilty looks like. I don't know. He just looks like a dude. Just looks like a dude. And it's it's a very sparsely furnished room. Doesn't appear to me too many personal belongings there. Okay, well, I'm still going to do it dramatic style. I think. Because I want to know that he is a bad person. So okay. I am going to standing there. I'm in front of him now. Robe, covered, flaming sword. I'm going to say more dramatically than I can right now. Awake. Your time has come. Confess your sins. As you get closer, you see that he he looks to be an older man. He kind of startles awake, opens his eyes, and immediately there's a look of panic and fear when he sees you. Good. He doesn't seem to be able to catch his catch his breath or or say anything. He's just kind of trying to scramble back into this chair. Who 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 are you? Your time has come. Confess your sins before you go. I confess my sins. Okay. Um did 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 they who who sent you? Who 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 are you? I pull out the dagger as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I approach him with the flaming sword and say, this is your last chance to confess before you go. Um, yeah, 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 okay, 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 I, 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 I did, I, I, I hurt some people, I hurt them, I hurt, I hurt them real bad, but I, I've been, I've been trying to, I've been trying to, that's why I came here, right? Okay, I stab him. I stab him in the leg. He screams out in pain, and you feel a rush of energy come up and swirl around the dagger from the wound. You feel it absorb into your your body. And as the man yells out, you see him fall back in his chair 
and you're watching him as the life is being drained out of him. Watching him, you see a face. Not his face, but another face. A very fair-skinned, porcelain-looked face come and materialize over top of the man's and then fade away. And as it fades away, the red glowing gems on the dagger fade away as well. Now that wasn't so hard, was it? You pull the dagger from his leg and the man is dead in the chair. Flint, how's your sweet potato pie, bud? Oh, it was fucking best thing ever. You've had your sweet potato pie, and you've been kind of just sitting around. It's uh, late hours. Been uh, quite the cribbage tournament that's been going on. And you've been telling stories as much as you feel you can tell or want to tell your family. Um, And... I mean, some of the things they're they're amazed at, you know, what you've been able to do. And your your mother, she looks at you and she says, um, "You've never been one to 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 be upfront about exactly what you're doing. So I'm not going to pry. I I have a feeling that you are doing more than you say you're doing. Uh, you, you're probably good to to go with that." Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, I don't want to make anyone worry. So. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, and she stands up and she says, "Well, um, the the spare room is is there. Um, we still have, still have, lots lots to do tomorrow. I'm sure. Um, make sure you get make sure you get a good rest." And she puts her hand on your shoulder, just kind of holds it there for a minute. And then says, "Okay, well, you, you have a good, you have a good sleep. Then I'll see you in the morning." All right, I'll, I'll see you bright and early. Uh, what would you, what would you like for breakfast? Oh, oh, surprise me, surprise me. Okay, can do. And she goes into her room and closes the door. You are sitting there with your sister for a little while, and you come to the realization that the shoulder that she had her hand on is covered in dragon scale. Helja looks at you and so what's what's with with that? Oh, uh it's a it's a bit of a long story. Um essentially I have a dragonborn that's also living in my head and it's kind of kind of messing with some physiological stuff here oh so nothing serious then uh no no just your run-of-the-mill uh second personality Mm. kicking around yeah cool 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 cool, cool, yeah you know second soul all that all that good stuff so that's 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 something that you're just okay with and it's just it's just does I mean, like, it's not my first, not my first choice, but, you know, we kind of have this thing uh, that's Mm -hmm. a little more pressing than this. So we're I'm kind of working on that with my friends. 
Got a lot, got a lot going on. Um, yeah, there's, there's always something. Hey, um, yeah, okay. Um, I'm sure, uh, I actually don't know. Um, it, Dad, uh, Dad left you something. I don't know if it'll help you. Um, she goes into a side room um, and comes out with a, a long box. And she hands it to you. I guess he's been hanging on to this for a while, waiting to, to give it to you at some point. And she puts it down in front of you. I, uh, I'll open it up. Um, you open it up, and it is a, a gleaming, shining longsword. Huh. Um, I know, I know you and you and Dad. You know, you made a lot of ha- hammers and axes, but I guess this, I guess this went back in, in the Firebeard family for quite a while, and. He he never really got use of it, but knew that you, you know, when you went into the military, maybe when you came back, you would want it. Um, he left a, left a note with it. Um, I'll, I'll see if I can, hold on, let me see if I can go find that. And she goes and roots around um, and comes out with an envelope that has your name on it and hands it to you and says, I, I, I don't know if you want to read it now or if it says anything of, of, of importance concerning the concerning the sword or anything else but that he wanted you to have this thanks i'll uh i'll i'll take it with me as as i go to bed of course um and she uh says well i'm i'm gonna since you're you're here tonight i maybe i'll go go tidy up tidy up my own place and uh and get that all sorted out and come back in the morning if that's okay yeah, that uh, that sounds good. Give my uh, give my best to Lothar. Of course, of course, will do. And she gathers up her things and and heads off. Let's read this letter. <laughs> you open it up, and it looks like it's been been sealed up for quite a while. It doesn't look like it was one that was written written recently. It's addressed to Flint. It says Flint. I hope this comes in handy when you need it. And then it says, the keyword is moist. <laughs> and uh, Flint has a pretty good chuckle about that because that's uh, uh, a bit of an inside joke for the two of them going back a long time. And it says... I hope it finds you well. Be safe. Your dad, Fargrim. And I, uh, I pick up the sword, and uh, so well, I guess, uh, guess we might as well see what uh, what this does. Moist. The blade begins to glisten. You see a shining fluid move out (laughs) along the blade until the entire blade is coated in a clear liquid. Yep. That's generally what happens. (laughs) 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 
There's no yeah. subtext no, at all. Not I mean, I know we're not subtle either. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dying. Is it water? Um, yeah. What? Taste it. So <laughs> Um, will saying moist again make it stop? <laughs> do, do you no, say moist again? <laughs> uh, moist. You see the fluid come off of the blade. Like, and go where? Does it drop to the it ground? Is there a of, puddle there? Is it... Is it no, viscous? I question. <laughs> it appears viscous. Is it mucusy? Are we talking more of like a like a really? I'm gonna say it like fluid. absorbs back into the hilt. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Secret yeah. shaft oh fluid there. That's great. That's right. Uh, yep. Cool sword, Flint. <laughs> <laughs> now is this a one-handed sword or two-handed sword? It can be used with one or two hands. <laughs> I put the sword back in the in the box and uh, go wash your hands. And I uh, and I go to bed. Well, hello there. How are you? It's me, your dungeon master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for episode seventy-one of Dungeons and Dragons: Returning Home, Part Two. And oh man, we were doing so well, weren't we? And then one of our lovely patrons, Ty. They throw in a uh, a moist sword, and we all just lose our shit. <laughs> Thank you, Ty. Uh, albeit, I was the one to choose where to have it show up, so I guess that one that one's on me. We do have some more patron items and even characters coming up uh, in future episodes, and some in even this episode. Uh, but I don't want to spoil those, so so keep listening. This week, we've just been gearing up for PodCon, some late nights editing, uh, some some working ahead recordings. We're super excited to be heading to Seattle and hanging out, all four of us. If you're going to be there in Seattle at PodCon, make sure you let us know. We are hoping to meet as many people as possible, fans and podcasters alike, including uh, we're meeting up with the Broadswords for breakfast. Uh, we're going to have a super fun game we've got planned with uh, Travis Vengroff of Dark Dice and Sean Howard of The End of Time and Other Bothers. Um, but we're planning on meeting, like I said, as many people as possible and share the good word of Dungeons and Dragons. We're going to have stickers to throw at people in the halls so hopefully we see you there and hey don't forget to come join us in the newly formed reckless play guild facebook group which is an amazing group of people who are getting together to talk dungeons and dragons and some amazing actual play podcasts dark dice the end of time and other bothers the lucky die and of course us there are, of course, many other ways you can find and interact with us here at Dungeons & Dragons, including on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you'll become part of uh, what we call the inner sanctum of Dungeons & Dragons, the Dumb Dragon cast, making the show better with each and every episode. You get access to a ton of bonus episodes, exclusive channels on our Discord server, all of that is in there for patrons. Again, that's patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, and we hope to see you over there. 
To find more ways that you can get a hold of us on social media or email, just head to our website, dumbdragons.com. And a big thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere in today's episode. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description. The next episode will be out next Wednesday, January 23rd, which will be after PodCon. And while we're there, we're going to be doing recordings together while in Seattle, but we're not sure whether it's going to fit in the timeline quite yet. Uh, So those will be coming, and I promise not to buy super crunchy chips this time. But we hope you have a great week. Maybe we'll see you in Seattle. Otherwise, we'll talk soon. Thea. You are sitting in your father's study and you've been kind of just awkwardly staring at each other for a little while. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Till he finally breaks the silence and says, so, uh, you came, you came home, uh, to, to stay? No. Hmm. I can't. Okay. I mean, you can. I actually can't. I mean, there's a there's choices in this world, and you can choose to stay. As you might have seen, being that you came from upstairs, you probably snuck in through your bedroom, as you usually do, rather than knock on the door like a civilized person. Listen, if I stayed, you would die. For two reasons. Number one, I don't know if you know this, but there's a whole crap ton of badness going on out there. And number two, like, I might legit murder you and mom if I stay in this house. I've been here 30 minutes already, and it's been nothing but criticisms. Mom, I take that back. You you and I'd be fine. I think we'd be cool. Dad, however, he's got to let some things go. Fair enough. I, Side. I have, um... I have things of my own to work through, and yes, I realize that. I'm sorry. Um, Well, it didn't sound like a sincere apology, but it's fine. I'm not here for an apology. I'm here to to bury it all. You know what? Were you and Mom, you know, super awesome in tune with their kid parents? No. No. Did you handle my differences in a good way? No. No. Should you have sent me off to the university when I was so young and only ever talked to me on the weekends? No. No, No, probably not. But all that has made me into the resilient person I am today. And for that, I can thank you. I'm with a group who is working very closely and very, very hard to stop the rise of Tiamat. So you are, you are using your certain skills for, for good. Yes. What did you think I was out there doing? I know you didn't know, but you had some inkling. I'm sure you've talked to Benny. I'm sure you've talked to Master Carlisle. You must have known I was out just trying to make a name for myself. I mean, that's what they said. They said you were out, you were trying to find your own way. I mean, when you left, you were dealing drugs to the local kids down the street. Oh, I never dealt drugs to kids. You yourself are a kid. 
Ah, uh, I'm Dad. I'm two hundred years old. Yeah, Dad. I'm two hundred years old. It's the same story as when you left. I was one hundred fifty when I left. Nevertheless, anyway, I am with a good group. We we've been fighting for a long time, and it's all it's all coming to a head. And whichever way it goes, I just wanted to know that that we are okay, and I wanted you both to know that I love you and I forgive you. There's a long pause. And uh, you see your mother move closer to your father and elbow him a little harder than she otherwise might. He kind of corrects himself and says, Thea, I'm sorry. Thea doesn't talk because she doesn't want to ruin this moment. I'm sorry we drove you away. Well, I'm glad to be back now. You're right. We weren't the best parents. We were doing the best that we thought we could. It's, it's not easy. It's not like there's a book on parenting. There are numerous books on parenting. I, I did already reference books on parenting, but none of you them did. appeared to be working very well. You sent me um, to the university library. I could have directed you to some pretty good reads. But thanks. Just know that you are always... Welcome back here. Well, thanks, Dad. If I die, I'm going to come back and haunt you and Mom, but in the good way. He doesn't... More look out for you kind of haunting. He kind of just goes a little stone-faced and doesn't know what to say. That was a joke, Dad. That was a joke. Just trying to to lighten the mood. Right. I don't plan on dying. Good. Hey, you don't get the name Decimator of Dragons by dying. I mean, it sounds like a job that might end up dying. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. But I mean, we didn't get the name by dying. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's go eat. Is, um, is Herschel still your chef? You better believe it. God, man, I could really go for a roast right now. He's been actually, it's roast day. You came on a good day. I could smell it when I walked in. Yes. Uh, You head into the kitchen where there is an elaborate and exorbitant meal. In Uh, the kitchen? In the dining room. You head into the dining room. (laughs) Maybe it's like you fill your plate in like a station and then you take it to the dining room. No, they're so fancy. I bet Thea's like friends with the kitchen staff. So she goes into the kitchen to be like, Mm -hmm. yo, what's up homies? Cause they like, they miss you guys. I take the end pieces of the roast. Thea, we're in here. We're in, we're in here still. Okay. Sorry. I come in and I'm like, I have like a piece of pot roast in like one hand and I'm like, (laughs) you all sit down and continue discussing and eating your roast. 
New Laura. Yes. You find yourself back in your room. You wake up in the morning. Okay. Am I covered in blood? No, you appear to have cleaned up what blood might have been there the night previous. Okay. So you say I wake up. Did I like, I don't remember and I just wake up in my room or you remember or I remember trudging back through the woods having just murdered a man? Um, you remember the act of murdering. You don't really remember all the details of getting back and getting cleaned up. Well, that murdering will really take it out of you. It's probably pretty sure tired. Sure will. There you go. Uh, okay. You hear your nieces and nephews playing outside. Well, I am going to, like, get up and try as best as I can to pretend there's nothing wrong because this is my, like... This is it. I have like a day with these people, right? I get up, we have breakfast together, and then I um kind of kind of ask all the kids like you guys want to like learn some cool moves that your that your folks don't know. Yeah, we totally want to learn. Oh my god, that yeah, sounds great. It's be so awesome. Well, I don't know. My dad's pretty cool. He knows a lot of moves. Oh, come on. She's on the decimator of dragons. She kills dragons and shit. How many dragons you killed? Well, kill's such a harsh word. Because uh, <laughs> decimate is not. No. <laughs> not your yeah, kids. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, we, like, go out to the field, and I'm, like, showing them moves and stuff, and, like, doing some of my spells, and, you know, just, like, just playing and showing off, and the kids are showing me their moves, and I'm, like, super impressed, and... Yeah, it's very wholesome, considering I just stabbed a man eight hours before. It's good. You go through all of this, and you go back as they're uh, getting um, breakfast kind of served up there. And everybody's seated down. You're seated beside John Zick. And he, um, as everybody kind of gets their plates full, he kind of nudges you and says, uh, Hey, uh, remind me before you, you go, I, I, I have something for you. Okay. Um, is there anything else that you, Nulara, want to do um, before we start wrapping up? I don't think so. Like, I just want to try and spend time with everybody and just, like, hang out and have things kind of be as normal as possible. Because, mm-hmm. like, nothing has been normal. Even at night here, it's not normal. No. <laughs> so, yeah, just, like, hanging out with the fam. It's real chill. It is a great day. Everything is normal, and as if you had been there the whole time. Um, you you spend a lot of time with the with your nieces and nephews, joking around with your brothers and their uh, their significant others. And uh, it comes time for uh, you to go. We didn't really say what the signal was when you when you got to go, but we'll we'll say it's about now. Okay, then I guess I start my goodbyes, which will take like. Three to four hours. Or yeah, people. we're gonna cut away and then cut back, and then you're still going. <laughs> still exactly. Um, exactly. You, you say all your goodbyes, give everybody big hugs, and John Zick um, kind of walks you back to where you came up to and and uh, and and met with uh, Verez, and he reaches into his pocket and he hands you a a necklace. Um, it's a small red rock on a chain. Um, it doesn't look like much. Um, he hands it to you, um, and he says, um, 
I know, I know that you're you're trying to be safe, um, but I hope this helps a little bit. It'll give you, as the as the merchant who traded it to me said, it'll give you a little extra boost when you need it. And he hands it to you. Thanks, brother. I I'm sure I'll be back real soon. Look forward to it. He gives you a big final hug uh, and watches as you walk off back into the woods. Flint, it's the uh, it's the next morning. Um, everybody has woken up and you've created something masterful. Uh, yeah, for breakfast, did some uh, my patented apple cinnamon scones. Everybody loves them. And uh, your your mom, she she kind of looks to the side there and sees the box. She says, "Did did Hel- Helja give that to you last night?" Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, I mean, what's what's the story with this sword, Ma? She said it's it's been passed down from generation to generation. I've never seen it or heard anything about it. Yeah, he he kept it kind of tucked away. You know that that disgusting joke you and him used to have. Y- yep. <sighs> well, I mean, that comes from his father and his father and his. And they're very dirty people. Love them to bits, but good lord, like sailors, mouths like sailors. Yeah, yeah real trucker mouth. So that sword. Was your great 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 grandfather's, and he, I guess, either found it or made it himself. I don't. I was never. I never really stuck around much longer than when he told me it was called the Moist Tongue Sword. Kind of gross. Anyways, you got the letter too. I uh, yep yep yeah I got the I got the letter as well. Good. All right. Well, I hope it. I hope it works well. I you. um. I did. I did wonder about one thing. Um, yeah. Are our dad's smithing tongs anywhere around? Uh yeah. We haven't. We haven't gone to clean out. Clean out the shop quite yet. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're still there. Is it okay if I uh, if I pop by and and pick those up? Just uh, keep them with me. Sure. Do you, do you need need anyone to go with you, or are you? No, I, I remember the way. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're there. Um, she hands you a a set of keys, and she, I, she fumbles with. I can't remember which one it is, and she hands so, you the whole ring. I remember the the fake rock that the spare keys under. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. Yeah, I'll pop out to go to go pick those up. You find the fake key in the exact spot where it should be. Or not the fake key, the, the spare <laughs> key. You find the fake key and it's like, ha, I got you again. Ah, sucker. Um, yeah. Such a trickster. Yeah. No, you find the spare key and uh, you make your way in to the shop. What, is it, what does it look like and what are you, what are you looking for? Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty dusty uh, in comparison to how I remember seeing it because it was always in action. Uh, but yeah, it's clear that it hasn't been used in a while. And everything's kind of in disarray. Uh, obviously, you know, he wasn't 
feeling a hundred percent and never really got back to it after he, uh, after he was down for the count there. But, uh, yeah, I, I root around a little bit and I, I find his, his tongs. Is there anything else you want to do as you feel your time to return to water deep approaching? Uh, no, I'll just, uh, I'll lock it back up and hide the key where I found it and head back for, uh, you know, final hugs and goodbyes and everything. Uh, you head back to your, your mother's place and, um, um, she and your sister give you equally large hugs. It's a big group firebeard family hug. Um, and she, as you get ready to go, she looks at you and she says, you be safe and you come back. I promise I'll do both of those. She pats you on the shoulder where she felt the dragon scale and she gives you a knowing look and kind of ushers you on your way. You head back out um, the secret door to Mithril Hall uh, where you see the runes beginning to form. Thea. Yes. You finished your dinner. Oh, so good. Um, I yell back, Herschel, you have outdone yourself again, my man. What? what? <laughs> Side adventure for Herschel to cook, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, you feel that it's uh, getting to be about that time when you got to head back. Mom, Dad, thank you for understanding. This is This has meant a lot to me, and... You know, whereas before I would have gone out and fought, um, I feel like I have something extra I'm fighting for now. Your mother begins to cry. Your father reaches over and gives her a, a consoling kind of side hug because you're at the table. The uh, you are always welcome here. I don't know if it will. Hold on. And he gets up. And leaves the room, headed back towards his study, and comes back and says, I, I don't I don't know if it'll help, but and he hands you a book. It it might it might do some good. It uh I, I look down at it and I look back up at him and I say But I don't know how to read. Fuck, you're never welcome here again. <laughs> also, you don't have a great track record with books. Uh, I feel like Thea is like the inappropriate joke maker. Her parents never appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I give him a big hug. Not a side hug. Like probably the first hug we'd probably ever shared since before I was like. It's, uh, it's a little like he doesn't know what to do with his hands at first. <laughs> um, and then he returns the the hug. Says you are always welcome here. Thanks, Dad. And your mom, who's still crying, comes over and gets in on the hug. Ah, so much hugging. I feel like the hug is going on a little too long. Like Dad's really into it now, and I'm like, everybody's doing over, a big sway. I look over his shoulder at the book, and I'm trying to read the cover. Uh, it says... Multitasking. Yeah. It says, Tome of Thunderstep. I, I, I break free from this super hug that 
surprised us all. And I give them each a kiss on the cheek. And and I wave goodbye as I leave out the front door. You head back out and you see them watching you as you walk down the street of Silvery Moon back out as far as they can watch you. Um, and you head back out to the gate um, where the guards there open it and let you out. I high-five them as I pass. Um, and you see the runes beginning to form the same spot that you left. You step into them and find yourself back in water deep with Flint and new Lara. Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Add it to Spotify. You... It's not as fun when you point every single one out, because okay, then I don't me, have to take find me out of them. There. Well, it's, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for real, add the entire Rumors album right now. <laughs> yeah, that was legit. <laughs> well, well. <clears throat> no, that's, that's Bartholomew's voice. My dad's a dagger. So, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Plot twist. (laughs) You want to be a star, star. don't you? (laughs) Oh, God. This is the worst. I hate you, Russ. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of our patrons made this item, Russ? (laughs) Ty. (laughs) It's all coming together. I love it. Um, And the (laughs) entire... How did he learn all of his tips and tricks? We'll find out next Christmas. <laughs> Puts in calendar Herschel side adventure. <laughs> Christmas 2019. Oh, damn it. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Herschel the cook. It was mentioned once. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space, multiverse, stars, one stars, one star reviews. Join Negative Nancy and Chatbot aboard the Space Windu as they bring you the worst one star reviews from all across the universe. I'm supposed to say that we promise to bring you the very best one star reviews from all across the multiverse. But you know what? I don't believe it. I don't believe that for one second. I'm rating my driver Marcus one star. Not for his driving ability, but instead for his disloyalty and cowardice. Lackluster moon vacations. A can of beans. Abandoned malls. Cat beds that don't come in human sizes. Dragon stuff. Come have a laugh back at the One Star Reviewers. Listen to the One Stars wherever you get your podcasts.